Hi, and welcome to Moral High Ground, where I'll be talking about what's morally right. And, uh, anyway, today, I'm going to be talking about the difference between love and sex. And the repercussions of doing it right. (laughs) Well, I'm going to try to anyway. So... My main thing to talk about here is this. Because this relationship thing I see is a problem nowadays. Wrong people are having kids, which making more wrong kids and citizens. And there's a lot of people that say they're in love and then they end up in back into another relationship, back and forth, back and forth. Or they're fighting each other or all kinds of nonsense. And it's not love in any good sense of the word. You shouldn't have to fight the person you love constantly. You two should stand together against everybody, anybody that may come against you, whether it be parents, kids, family, you know, United States government, church, whatever. You should be able to stand against anybody that comes against what you and your lover created, your foundations. It shouldn't be somebody that you say, oh, don't talk to that person. In some cases, there's situations you can see and you say, hey, I need to give this person a wake-up call. I need to make them realize that their decision is bad and this person is horrible. You know, you might find something out about a person, whatever, and they take it some other way. And... You know, you gotta step up and you gotta say, hey, this ain't what's going on. Ultimately, if your friend's in love or our relative is in love with somebody, it doesn't matter what, how the situation is. There's someone you know that's in love with someone you know that's wrong. You know, they, they're most likely not gonna listen to you if they got true feelings for this person. And it's gonna lead them down the wrong path. In that case, that's where it's kind of a, um, hmm. I'm going to say there's a pause on your thinking in a way. It's like a uh, a brain blocker, we'll say. You know, just blocking your brain from actually trying to say, okay, here's the truth. This person told me something. I've seen things. You know, you either take it as face value or choose to ignore it based off of your feelings for the other person. And that's not always good either because that's just like, saying, okay, you can walk all over me, you're a doormat, you know. And in some cases, you know, you might slip and let something happen. Who knows? You don't know what the situation is, when it happens, or what you're doing when that situation happens. You could be sitting there with a bunch of people or, you know, in your car somewhere. You never know. This stuff happens. But, and I kind of just jumped into the whole what's love thing first before the other part but still it's just the thing you gotta realize if you're fighting with someone it's not a relationship to be fighting constantly over petty little tiny repercussions that really doesn't matter to anybody or ant on a hill or whatever the phrase is you know and well I have to say the most difficult part is 
when you rush into a relationship not fully understanding or knowing the individual you're with, and that makes it hard. You're basing it off of your both lustful desires for each other, or if that person fits some kind of image of a woman you want or vice versa, then, yeah, you're going to try to go for it. But even when you go for it, are you safe? And that's something to think about. It's like, are you really safe in the relationship? Are you going to be safe sharing your information and feelings with this person? You know, that's things that needs to be said if you're going to talk about love and these love guru coaches, people, they don't talk about these things. But truly, when you're in this relationship with someone you just met or been known for maybe, let's just say, two months is the longest you've known this person. Because to me, two months, it goes like by like a week. So, like a long week. But anyway, so... The thing is like this, okay, so two months into a relationship, you know just the the basic, you know, top of what they like. You know, you like, I don't know how to say it, stimming or brain stem, I don't know, saying random words. But you're basically sitting there and you're trying to understand that you're in this relationship with this person and you're trying to be on the level where you can communicate, share each other's feelings, be able to be honest, of course, with each other, and find things that are similar to that you enjoy, maybe doing something out or whatnot. But I think people focus on that part of it too much. They focus on going out to do things that they enjoy, but they don't think about doing the things they can enjoy you know, face-to-face, -face, like, you know, do they enjoy laughing at certain types of things? Do you both, you know, hate certain things? Like, do you both hate people that want to uh, kill children? Or do you really hate, you know, I know that's a little deep, but it's the truth. Because some people, I mean, I, I mean, that's one way you can find out if some people are freaking insane. And, they're, you know, because you hear stories all the time about people who are out there and they're married to somebody, and then the guy goes nuts, kills the kids, and the wife or whatever, then himself, or vice versa. You got the woman who's poisoning her kid, and that one woman who, I don't remember her name, but you guys probably know the story about the woman who had a daughter and fake like she had a whole bunch of illnesses and all this, and there was getting all these benefits and free rides and free uh, amusement parts and all this crap the whole time the girl was pretending to be uh, mentally or physically uh, disabled so she can get all these benefits and stuff. And her mom forced her to do that. But the reason where I'm going with this is this, okay? It's like, you know, how can I put it? Just putting a suggestion in your mind that makes you feel like, you know, it's reality. And it's put, it's put there all the time. It really is. And people don't pay attention to it because they're sitting there and they're like, oh, this is, this is how it is. This is cool. They got used to it. It became a, a everyday pattern, everyday uh, routine. 
to sit back and do these things. And you're like, oh, why, why is this happening? I guess I got to do this again today. You know, but it doesn't have to happen. And you don't have to do it every day. You got to break yourself out of that, that pattern, that mold, you know. But uh, being in a relationship where you're convincing yourself is good when it's really not is a bad thing. And that's where I'm going with this. You're convincing yourself that you have a lot of things in common when all you did was either go to some places that you like together and the rest of the time you sat around probably just having sex and then you do some little things together but it's not that what you both truly enjoy it's just basically accepting that you like what the other person likes or you're trying to get to like what the other person likes so you can get to understand their character better. But I guess this doesn't work when it comes to females or males with too much layers to their personality into their history, which I think most people can't grab a hold of because they built a history of doing shit, pretty much. Just doing nothing, or it's just one thing they did and they didn't explore out with someone like myself, I have many different hobbies, likes, interests. You know, when I tell about the things I've done in the past, it's like, oh, whatever. You know, might because I'm black, I get a lot of crap. You know, but it's the truth. It's like, yes, I've been in music, I've been in musician, been in rock bands, made music. You can look for it on Spotify or wherever, and YouTube's got it. I don't even know how it got a YouTube channel because I didn't post it. But <laughs> it's, it's my old crap is out there, man. And it's like I've done all kinds of stuff. And it's just like it doesn't matter how many times you get to meet somebody. If they don't know you and you start telling them all this stuff you've done and achievements and stuff, then they automatically assume you're lying. And then when it comes to women, they automatically assume from the top you're lying because they think you're trying to oppress them, especially if they don't think you got anything really going on. But the problem with this is this is where the woman goes wrong because she's putting too much faith in the fact that she's attractive and she can lure, you know, rule, you know, bring a guy in, and uh, at the same time. She's sitting there and she's saying, okay, this guy's just making this up because be around me and so forth. So they're just going to try to get what they can and move on. And this is, there's females out there that do this a lot, you know, but when they realize later on that the dude wasn't lying and he had this and that, they feel stupid and they want to backtrack and get in their face. Gold digging 101. But who cares? You know, so the point is... <laughs> The point is this, is that it doesn't have to be that complicated. But that whole scenario is messed up in more than one way. When it comes to what I was just saying about the girl getting over and stuff, that's pretty much something that shouldn't happen, period. Because once that girl does that, a number of chain reactions happen. The first one is the guy's going to start doubting women that you know, he thought he was getting close to. And like I said, just you might have been two months into a relationship or something, but, you know, so... And then it starts to become a, a embedded 
problem because they'll constantly think that it's happening over and over again with every female it comes across. The second part is a girl's gonna try harder to be around a guy she thinks got, you know, she's gonna start remembering the fact of what happened that she doubted the dude, took whatever she could and built, but then the dude became successful on the thing he told her about. Then most likely she's gonna sit there and go, oh, damn, uh, I should have been there. And uh, I, I know what to do next time a guy tells me this and that, you know. And either way, it comes down to it, it's not love, okay? I, I'm just I'm trying to say enough about it, but it's not, there's no way you can hit the surface a certain way. You gotta be freaking clueless not to know when you're in something bad. But what's wrong about it is love makes you blind. So you're blind to all the problems that will come your way in a relationship. If you're truly in love, you're just not going to care. That's why they always say love is blind. Because you see through all the flaws, you see through all the negativity, you see through all the BS, and you're like, okay, I love this person. You accept them for who they are, what they are. Because something about them clicks with you. Something about them makes you want to be a part of their life. And so that's the best thing to try to do is to sit there and figure the person out. But you're going to be blind to these things. You can't avoid it. It's basically a part of human nature when you obtain all these emotions, you know, for caring for people. And it's a bad thing in a way because obviously it gets manipulated more than once a day. Man, if I had a thing, I'd probably, especially how the world is now, I'd probably say, if I had a rating still or some kind of percentage thing going on, I would just say that the majority of the population would probably be on it, you know, for always having a problem based around love during the day. It'd be like, I don't know, a million a day. <laughs> this is a lot of single people. Too many of them, but, you know, I just have to say this. Since we're on this whole page, though, about how relationships go bad. It's just the toxicity, toxicity, <laughs> can't even say it. Toxic crap going on in relationships is the worst part, but sex is, plays a big part of it. Because if you're automatically and you're having sex and you know, you're digging it down, you're getting deep in there, you know what I'm saying? And back and forth, okay? And then out of nowhere, it's like, okay, that's all you do, y'all are hooked on that sexual level so you're strong and that makes it feel like there's a stronger bond when really there is because you you had sex whatever it was powerful whatever you did both cared about each other and made it something but what makes it bad is the fact that you say you're in love but maybe it might have been just a thing you did it you know what I'm saying then you just kept doing it till you fell in love it's like the music nowadays you hear it, you don't really like it, but you keep hearing it, so then you start to like it, even though the music sucks. <laughs> so that's the same thing. You having sex constantly, and while you're having sex, you start to care more and more for that person, and then after a while, you know, you're like, damn, that person sucks. <laughs> it's the same thing. This, I just broke it down like a music, I don't know. Anyway, but...
that's where people go wrong. Most people start their relationship off as a sexual relationship. Then it turns into a, a normal relationship. And this is why they constantly go from one person to the next. Because there's not a real connection there. It's just a sexual uh, connection and sexual, uh, you know, just gratification period. It's just the whole thing of being attracted on the sexual level and trying to explore that at the same time, basing your whole relationship on exploring that. And, uh, you know, it just happens. You end up having kids or some crazy shit happens. And it's all because you didn't take the time to truly get to understand the person or how to make a relationship work and try to figure out new ways to make it work. I think where it is is people get stuck in these concepts that's out there and like women believe all this crap about how they should treat men and men believe this shit. But maybe when you care about a person, truly care about the person, and if women were more honest when they don't really care, they'd make it a lot easier as well as vice versa. But I'm just saying, like, truly, you have to sit there and take the time and make new things and hobbies. Like, okay, like, most of the time when you're together, this is what we should do. What do you think of this? Okay, let's do that. You know, blah, blah, blah. You know, come through every scenario, business, uh, family, food, you know, hobbies, game time, all that. Anything you can think of that a person does it's two times it's with you and the person you love. And that's the, what your relationship should be built. It's building on. Your relationship should always be about building on new concepts of change. How you can grow together. How you can be powerful together as a super couple. You know, super team, whatever. You know, and just go out there and just try to take the world by the balls, you know? Like the song, you know, two heads are better than one. It's double the pleasure and triple the fun. So go out there and get you a mate and sit there and take the time to analyze everything in life together. You know, play board games together, hell. You know, I have to play a video game, play board game together, you know, or exercise together, whatever it is. Build something together, like a birdhouse, I don't know. Or a soda box car thingy, I don't know. It, <laughs> this, whatever. I mean, this makes more sense. You know, sit there together quietly, just talk and hear each other. No distractions, no TV, no phone, no none of that shit. And that probably make more of a closer connection as well as being out in the elements together, you know like out in the woods or or somewhere, you know, park or something, I don't know. Just enjoy nature as well as life together. I mean, that's all it is. We want to be with somebody that's about togetherness. So if you're going to be about togetherness, it's time to bring everything together. And you have to, like I said, get rid of everybody. That's a distraction in the relationship. Should be no one in this time period when you first get with somebody that you have to have your friend, your best friend, your mom, your grandma, oh, the boy around the corner I grew up with, 
you know, all this crap. You don't have to have none of these people around to build a strong relationship with the person. It just needs to be you and that person focusing on growing together. And like I said, the, the bad part you have to worry about is trying to understand if you feel safe with this person. You have to feel safe because your life is more important than anything on this toilet earth. And you have to value the other person and what they're giving you. I mean, there's things that happen, and if you sexually, uh, sexual relationship, lifestyle, whatever, pretty much, what I'm trying to say is this, you're going to sit out there and you're going to be like, oh, uh, I had sex with this person and that person. You know, people don't know. Some people can tell just by looking at both of you, which is quite obvious if you've done it in heat or whatever. <laughs> I don't even know what I'm trying to say there. But my thing is this, okay? So you got to feel safe, but you can't feel safe sometimes when you can't trust each other and be honest with each other. So that brings a, the problem of connection. And the sex thing is, is still silly. The silly part about it is you can spend a time in a relationship with someone having sex practically every day. You know, do all this stuff. And in some cases you might feel there's a strong bond there. In some cases you just be like enjoying each other's, you know, bouncing off each other, whatever. It goes both ways. You know, you can love, you can have fun. It's, you know, it's a fun hobby for every girl and boy. <laughs> you know, every person is an animal on the planet. It's just a hobby. Like, two people of two different genders you have, that's a beautiful thing that makes life. And as crazy as it all sounds, you have to sit back and take the time to love each other right in a sexual relationship, not all this chaos and weird added things to it. You know, all these toys and adult inner things. We don't need these things. We need to know each other. I mean, every bit of the person's body, from the fingertips to the back of the shoulder blades, all the way down the spine, you know, you gotta know where the bone connects right here. Do you feel a, a bump in one of these bones? Do you feel it is? I mean, you gotta lay your hands, you know. There's a song by Chanel O'Connor, and it's like, and freaking out, I know I said Chanel O'Connor, okay. But it was like, MC Light was in the video, so it's tight, right? But, you know, she's like, put them on, put them on, put them on me. I want your hands on me, right? So. <laughs> oh my god anyway <laughs> so she puts her head I mean no okay. god dog it Chanel Connor was that's the only tight song she got but anyway so what I'm saying is you put your hands on them like not that I ain't talking about smacking people around I'm saying like caressing touching rubbing yes you know getting deep into the muscles and rubbing the chick down just everywhere and especially the boobies and yeah just happiness and love 
in a good way, but you know, instead of just jumping into it, it's over. Chick's mad because you want to get up, smoke a cigarette, or go somewhere, and you're still sitting there like, damn, she's going off, yada, yada, yada. Or vice versa, you want her to leave, and she's just steady going, ah, da, 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 da. and that's why you pay for a prostitute. Okay. <laughs> anyway. I'm just saying, it just makes more sense to strengthen the bond between men and women in a relationship. And to do so, you have to come empty-minded, empty-handed. No more of these ideas you believe in. No more of these connections that don't really lead anywhere because you believe in some weird group that you knew. We're talking about a connection of the soul between both spirits connecting, becoming one, bonding to become an ultimate powerhouse, okay? Taking down all competitors, you know? Both women and men and all that, you know? You can't let nobody else get involved in this relationship if you truly love each other and value each other. Of course, some people are gonna say, yeah, just to get into, get into sheets and stuff. But you need to analyze what their mind's about. That's why I say sit there for two months trying to truly get to know each other. Because if you do, you don't have to just, you can look in the person's eyes and tell when they're lusting after you or whatever. So you can feel it from the way their body language moves. If you can't, then take the time to try to do so. You know, use the person you know that's obsessed with you in some kind of way and pay attention to how they act, body-wise, eyes, and just even their nose, believe it or not. You know, just pay attention and you'll see that they truly just want to take advantage of you in some kind of way. And that way you know it's not a good relationship to be in because if someone's gonna take the time to play you based off your feelings, it's gonna piss you clean the hell off. I mean, it hurts, right? It hurts to have someone play with your emotions. At least that's what everybody keeps going on about when they complain with these groups and agencies. My feelings just hurt because someone said this, or this is this. Well, why hurt someone's feelings and trying to be in a relationship with them when you truly don't care? You know, that's that's the baddest part about it. If the person's gonna sit there and just, you know, agree with everything and get sex with you, then it just makes it a waste of time because, you know, you're missing out on the whole damn beehive. You just get a taste of the honey, you know? You don't get the whole beehive. Okay. <laughs> so that's all I'm saying. I was trying to make it makes sense and maybe that didn't make sense but who knows so I'm just gonna end it but I'm just saying this this connection thing that needs to be reanalyzed reanalyze how you want to do things everything should be about you guys doing things together you know and yes there's times a man needs separation a man needs a part away from his woman because we gotta our mind's different, we gotta think, we gotta breathe, and be alone to think about some stuff. 
get it off our chest or however way we want to do it. But sometimes being around a woman, the wrong time for that was when we got our minds in that mindset. You know, women can get under your skin and when you're already eating at yourself. And I don't think females understand that, you know. God want to relax and chill and go through his thoughts. You don't want to be sitting there having to argue and hear all this nonsense. It don't matter to nobody. Okay. <laughs> Just saying, it doesn't matter. Just chill out. You're going off about something at the store or something that, you know, you don't, dudes don't even like. And you go off of that, and then bang, you're sitting there arguing. It's petty, it's ridiculous, and tiny, super tiny, just a speck of a little disagreement. But anyway, I'm going to wrap it up, like I said, but just think about it. Togetherness, building every day with each other in a new way. Closeness without too much distractions and avoiding trying to rush into something based off your sexual nature. Just take the time, even if you are sexually uh, into each other. And at the same time, once again, it's just like, you know, make sure you start to read the signs before you jump into something with someone who's just trying to get something for nothing or destroy you. you know. Anyway, this has been Moral High Ground. Peace be with you all and blessings upon you always.